Right and Well is an organic-based brand carrying THC and CBD tinctures and topicals. Check out their full line of Ayurveda-inspired products like massage oil, topical balm, and gel, as well as their CBD-rich oil tinctures. Their products are crafted from carefully selected strains and ethically sourced ingredients. And COAs are publicly posted on their website so you can feel good about what you consume. Learn more about Right and Well at rightandwellplus.com and find their products in your favorite Oregon dispensary. Wellness Organics is a family-owned business offering non-psychoactive CBD products for many of the health benefits of cannabis without the high. Whether you're looking to ease anxiety, sleep through the night, or recover faster from your workouts, Wellness Organics CBD is a great way to boost your health, even with a busy lifestyle. Try their CBD oil drops, chews, or delicious tea. These high-quality products aim to put you on the path towards optimal health. Check out their entire product line at wellnessorganics.com. Right now, all product is 40% off in an effort to keep your physical and mental health strong. What's up, stoners? You are listening to Mom and Dad are Stoned, a podcast for responsible cannabis users brought to you by thestonermom.com. That is me. I am the stoner mom, but you can call me Catherine. And I am joined, as always, by my wonderful pot-smoking husband, David. Hi. In this podcast, we pour a couple drinks, smoke a little weed, and talk about cannabis, our lives, the world, and more. Yeah, we do. Hi. We're so happy Mm. to be back. Mm -hmm. We skipped last week. You know why? Why? We were going to record. Mm-hmm. And then we got. And then some I was kinda... like, it's fucking Mother's Day weekend. I'm not recording. Yeah. And we were like, no, you've done enough. <laughs> it was mo- it was Mother's Day. My kids yeah. had left and we were like. Plus, we had the Mother's Day giveaway and it was like a lot of work to get did. that out the door. Yeah. Okay. So, hey, let's give moms a break and not record podcasts on Mother's Day. This is a mom uh, created podcast. That's right. Right? That's right. But instead, on Mother's Day, we had a wonderful brunch with your daughters. We did. We and did. then we ate steak at night. It is true. We had a good meal. You know what? A couple good meals. Mm-hmm. My we- my memory, my short-term memory yeah. is jacked up. I know. you. I heard you say that on something else, on Coffee Talk the other mm, day. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I was like, dang. I'm like, what mothers? What did I even do? I know. I'm the same I way. remember my kids, and I remember that, but I didn't remember that you had made me steak. I, now I remember you made me french fries, right? Yeah, I did. And it's always like something that's like a week ago or two weeks ago. But like I can still remember, you know. Yeah. But I have, things are very foggy. I hate that. You I know, know that that's cannabis. It is. That and coupled with the fact that we're at home constantly. I mean, like it's just, the days <laughs> are so weird. Like I remember the other day I had, was it Friday? Yeah. No. Yes. It was Friday. I woke up unexpectedly because of certain things and then i had to go drop off my laptop and then i went and got some uh concentrates from yes. somebody and all that happened i did so much driving i came home and it was so early and it just felt like the day like by the end of the day it was like was that yesterday i did that anyway there's a lot of those was that yesterday questions going on i don't know what day it is half the time all right well i'm smoking you're smoking let's go to libation corner Okay, hey, welcome to Libation Corner. Well, welcome. Thank you for what? <laughs> Here we are. For okay. inviting you. Let's get high. Let's do it. What are um, you what are you libating on today? Okay, well, I've got my air bong, which is a beautiful bong that I I like a lot. That looks like the thing at the bar when we were watching Chef's Table the other day. Mm-hmm. We saw a guy holding a thing that looked just like oh, this bong. I know. It was a seltzer thing. It I wasn't think. that guy in New York with the fucking Dessert uh, bar guy, was it? I don't know, baby. I think it was. I think you it think was so? Him. Okay. Anyway, um, so I'm smoking. I have that okay. for my glass. David has a Grav Labs bong. It's the I Dream small. of Genie. It's the I Dream of Genie, yes. I love it. What was her name? It's a little... Bar- Wait, the actress? Barbara. Barbara Eden. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then remember they changed the, the husband? Yes. Like halfway through? Yes. Okay, and then I'm also doing dabs with my little nymph rig, sesh supply rig, and it has a G-Pen Connect in it, which um, I just want to say, if you are like on the fence about a G-Pen Connect, or if you are ready to start dabbing, you want to be dabbing, just get the 
Just get the connect. It's fine. Just do it. You don't need to get a dabrick. You don't need to get a torch. Just get your connect. Stick it on your bong. You're done. It's good. I highly recommend it. This is, they are not a sponsor or anything like that. I truly, genuinely think it's such a fantastic tool for dabbing, dabbing and getting high. It's no just mess, so, no fuss. Th- exactly. It's fairly easy to maintain. It's not super mega expensive. Um, and yeah. And then what kind of dabs are you doing there? All right. So for actual material, I am doing... Okay, this is... God, this is from Wes Edison Concentrates. Which which is is my absolute favorite um, Denver source of concentrates. And I am going to be dabbing Sour Sour Sequoia Shatter, which says it is a sativa. And it has... It's on wax paper. It's very liquidy, though. It has a very wet texture to it. So I'm dabbing that today. I'm also, I also have not tried this. I'm about to do a dab of it and I haven't tried it yet. I'm also going to be dabbing Goat Nightmare Wax also via West Edison Concentrates. Um, And that is another like sativa hybrid. If you guys are in the local area to me, that is Denver proper. See if you can find some of those um, West Edison concentrates. Yeah, there are quite a few dispensaries. Yeah. And they're very affordable as well. They're so. affordable. They're so good. They're, ugh, I just love them. Whole plant. So many cannabinoids up in there. Okay. Here we go. I'm going to do the... Sequoia. Sour Sequoia? Sour Sequoia. Sour Sequoia it's with kind of my cool J-Ban Connect. For a, for a concentrate. sizzling. Oh, I love it. There she goes. Oh. Okay. How was that? Good. I'm going to turn up my temperature. How does that taste? Really good. I'm going to do another one. Okay. Um, and then for flour, we are smoking our homegrown Maui Wowie, which is finally cured. Finally. 100%. Everything is. <laughs> oh. Okay. Wow. All right. That was a big dab. That second one. I'm using David's computer and I can't get it. Okay. There um and then what are we drinking first of all it is saturday pretty early yeah we're recording this earlier than we usually do so it's almost two o'clock and i'm having my first margarita of the day you are (laughs) what are you having i'm having a bourbon just bourbon on ice why not it's 145 so that's okay in the afternoon on a saturday during coronavirus hello please do not even try to judge me start But uh, yeah, that's what's going on. And you're drinking a margarita. And I guess that's, is that everything? Do we cover it all? Yeah, I think we'll turn off the recording for a second and I'm going to do a bunch of bong reps. Yeah, because it's just cough central. Because it's cough central and I need to be high for this podcast. All right, well, that pretty much sums up what we are smoking on. So we will see you guys in one second, except much higher. Right. Bye. Shit is, shit is real. Coronavirus. <laughs> I love that song. Hi, guys. It's time for this week's updates on stoners living through a deadly pandemic. Mm-hmm. How is everybody doing? Good. Are you feeling okay, David? Oh, yeah. Have I we had, good. I, we've had, we've had some ups and downs for depression. Yes. Um, yeah, I feel like, I feel like our kids have been a yes. little slightly depressed lately. For sure. Um, and, but we've done some, we've brought some things into our lives to try to counteract that a little bit. (laughs) We have, it's still, everybody's still in school and that's just kind of depressing inherently because it's the end of the year. And so it will be depressing until that is done because the last day of school is going to be sad because it's just all remote and it's just sad. One of my daughter's teachers wrote her like this, not her, all of his students, like this long email about. How sad he was to not, like, he had no idea that he would not see them again when they told them all to go home. Yeah. And, like, he feels that he'd been robbed of them, like, and robbed of the end of the year. And it was so, so sweet. And it made me, like, oh, my God. These people that, like, acknowledge how they're actually feeling instead of me, which is just, like, bury it deep down mm-hmm. and pretend like nothing is annoying. You know, I really, I really like that. I do, too. you got to do that when you're feeling bad. Agreed. And you know what? I just like, 
this year, speaking of school, like I'm crushed because my poor daughter loves her teacher so much. And this is like the first, like she loves all of her teachers, but this was a surprise teacher that we ended up really liking. Right. And then it's same thing. Just robbed, robbed. Ugh. Well, and like she doesn't always like her teachers and she thought that she wasn't going to like this teacher, but yeah. then it turned out she did. It was like her favorite. So then it's like, well, that sucks. It just blows. But anyway, you know, I mean, but so anyway, we've noticed that like there's all these events and now all the kids have switches and uh, Animal Crossing. Yes. They, that's one thing that we've decided to do. My, yeah, my littlest is finishing elementary school on Thursday and then we're giving her a switch and Animal Crossing. Well, a switch light. So she can play with her siblings because everybody's playing it. It's crazy. It's fun. When do I get to play it? I don't have a switch. We're going to get you. all of my kids do. I know. And it's not like we can like say, let's just get that. Let's just borrow this one out of the four. (laughs) Nope. Because they're not available. There's none in this house right now. The other thing. I know. They're with the kid. (laughs) The other thing is like, I don't want to share Tori's switch. I want my own switch. Mm -hmm. I'm that type of woman. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm not. Let me ask you a question. Hmm. Would you be okay with a switch light where you can't hook it up to a TV? I would rather have a regular switch mm-hmm. because one of the things I really want with a switch, one of the things I would ask for is that workout. Yeah. The switch, the ring fit, mm-hmm. ring fit adventure, I think is what it's called. Um, and I think you can only do that with your, with the real switch. Cause you yeah. watch it on the TV and you're working out. Totally. I can't watch it on a tiny Man, screen. So they've all, Nintendo has always had some kind of cool, workout thing remember that we and they had this we fit thing and you step on the board mm-hmm. i think that was cool i had that did you have that yeah and then the oh no i we didn't have the board um those are cool we had the connect adventures what was that that was the xbox mm-hmm. but we also had the Wii. yeah and then you and i got married mm-hmm. and we had a Wii. yeah we had a Wii U, yes, which was awesome. I felt like, and we should have kept it. We should have, but I'm glad we didn't because then what would we have done when the Switch came out? Bought a Switch. We would have, <laughs> <laughs> but we traded that Wii U for. What does this have to do with Corona? It doesn't matter. We've yeah. really been. All right. Sorry, it's just been a lot of video our children games. Play but video games. However, <laughs> as a break from the video games, we have decided as a family, uh, because of your daughter, to play Dungeons and Dragons. It is true. Victoria wanted Dungeons and Dragons for Christmas. Christmas. So everybody got her something. And we are just now diving in as a family. Yeah. We've created our characters. Mm-hmm. We have our n- night set aside. I thought we did, but now we don't. We so. will now. Well, now my son wants to play really bad. So it has to be a different day. You could just be Wednesday. Okay. Um, and it can be Thursday. We can do both. I mean, if we really are. I'm not going to sign up. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, we, we did spend quite, (laughs) we spent many hours one day, like just going, there's now a, a, an online thing where you don't have to read a ton of books and get math and stuff. It just does it for you, but you do have to spend a lot of time building your character and it's complex. And I got to tell you, lovely wife. Yes. So we're going to be playing a game and I've been very apprehensive about it because i i'm the only one that knows i guess the most about this game only because i played it like maybe twice when i was younger so i have to be the dungeon master and i understand in theory how it works but i I don't know man you gotta dole out information at certain times and then do math on the spot like okay if you roll 24 then you beat this guy but anything below that you take damage and you know you gotta like do math which I am going to be high on edibles during these. Good. I've decided. <laughs> I think it's what I did not think that Dungeons and Dragons would ever be in my life. Wow. And then I had a child. And when they want to do something, you're you like, 100 percent. We're, we're going to do that. It. We're going to. Yeah. My goal <laughs> is like in a year from now, we have special outfits. We wear. Oh, <laughs> well, I do have a black hooded robe, velvet robe that Victoria got me for yeah. my birthday. Yeah. You could wear that. Mm-hmm. I had fun making my character. Yeah, it's I fun. can't remember anything about it. Oh, I named her Katarina. Yes. So anyway, we have all that stuff, and that's fun. Um, we're gonna do that, I think. Well, thank you for taking this on. Yeah. That is power stepdad move. It's very hard, but it I'm is doing a it. Big. I'm... I can't help you. I know, and I'm out there on my own, but I think I'm ready. I've done a little bit of research, and I. You know, you download these campaigns. I mean, if I can't even imagine making your own campaign. That must be like 
levels I don't understand. Like, you know, you have to like write a story and draw maps and stuff. But I'm hoping it'll like tell you like, okay, you're reading the story basically. And here you have to say these things to lure them into a trap or something. You know what I mean? I don't know. I'll figure it out. I will. I got a few days. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, listen, if you guys have any um, Dungeons and Dragons tips please let for us know. people that don't know what the hell they are doing, please send them in. Oh, my gosh. One quick side note on Dungeons and Dragons. Do you remember? A lo- I think it was last year. Like across the street, we have a grocery store and there's a Starbucks in the grocery store. And I go there. I would go there like religiously to get you drinks constantly. And there was a guy. Remember, I was like, there's this new guy that was yes. the young guy. And yes. he was like super Dungeons and Dragons guy. Yes. And he he was so talkative. And he, he's the one that was like, there's an online thing now. And you can just play it online, man. This is and I was like, hmm. Well, then if That's just what, a, just a few short weeks later, I went to the Starbucks and talked to the female mm-hmm. who'd worked there for a long time. Yeah. And I was like, where's the Dungeons and Dragons guy? And she was like, he sucks. He's yeah. the worst employee. He's fired. He was the worst. He, he would was. never clean up anything. He was horrible to work with. <laughs> I know. I'm not pra- <laughs> I'm not saying he was great, but I remember that. I remember I was like, that's why he was so but, great is because he wouldn't do his work. He just talked to you. About Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. He was trying to make dates with you to like. He was like, you should play Dungeons and Dragons with us online. You can just do it online. We don't have to meet up. (laughs) And I was like, that sounds cool. I'd be into that. Because he had like a Dungeons and Dragons hat on or something. And I was like, what's that? Are you a D&D dude? Okay. When we were buying at Barnes and Noble (laughs) dice. Oh, yes. (laughs) It was right before Christmas. And I was. I was trying to find dice with David for Tori. And I was like, he was like canning. He was like, get her this one. There's like fucking 25 dice in here. And I was like, why do you need 25 dice? I don't get it. Does it not come with your own dice? <laughs> From out of the shadows, this Barnes and Noble employee turns around and is like, actually, if you want to have the most chances to blah, 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 you right. need to have multiple dice for your daughter. That's right. I mean, he was like right there supporting my claim. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> sold. <laughs> you, sir, are an excellent salesperson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he helped us out, man. I appreciate the help. I don't know what I'm doing, and it's not cool to not know. Well, now you know. And now you know how I feel half the time when you're talking about stuff. Oh, dear. <laughs> well, that's coronavi- coronavirus time. Which that's is really corona just time. <laughs> well, wait. Let's talk about during corona time. I feel like records are a part of that for some reason. Oh, oh, that reminds me. Yes. Okay. So I think every time we get a new record, we need to announce okay. it on the okay. podcast um okay. because we're so yeah so our most recent record that we got today was pink floyd's the wall yay very awesome we already listened to it and i was telling david earlier like yeah we listened to it all morning um it sounds so amazing better like i know it sounds cringy to be like oh my god it just sounds so much better on fucking a record or whatever but it it, it does. truly does. And all of the music I've listened to for like literally the past like 15 years has been like streaming or compressed or whatever. And I haven't even had any idea that that kind of music is inferior, that the mm-hmm. file is inferior or whatever to different forms of sound. Like I had no idea. That was completely beyond me. So there is this, some some albums I can really tell a difference um, and some I, I really can't. As far as like sound. Yeah. So anyway, that the wall is great. It sounds so good. You just hear like every part and element. You just hear it separately, you know, so much better. I love it. I'm just sold. Isn't it fun? I love it so much. It's so much fun. And, and, um, you know, whenever we get a new one, we're like, Ooh, yay. And it's just for us. And like, we don't really, um, put them on too much when the kids are home. Because it's kind of like our, now we're going to get drunk and high and listen to this record and stare at each other. <laughs> we literally do that. That's what we do. We just stare at each other. We talk about stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a very. Isn't it nice? It's a thing that I'm you do with your partner. And I, I just. Yeah. And there's no like there's no iPhones involved or anything. We just sit there and well, we might look at. Sometimes stuff, we work, but, but. But it's fun because we're like, oh, what do you think of that? That was fun to listen to. Yeah. So after our last in our last episode, we talked about our disastrous Lil Wayne uh, purchase. Yes, I don't know. And how we accidentally bought half of a fucking album. So that's it's just, nice I, to I, get yeah. a beautiful old 
all of the damn songs. All of them. All of the artwork. All of it. Album. Yep. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Um, here's another little surprise for you. We have another album coming today as well. No, we don't. Yes, because uh, around my birthday. Oh, no. I don't know if you remember this, but I like this artist named Aesop Rock a lot. And he yes. released out of nowhere, like he did the soundtrack for this video game called Freedom Finger that you can get on Xbox and all those other platforms. Um, and he, I was just, I, it was released on Hip Hop Heads and I watched the video immediately and I just like, that was hooked. Like, oh my God, I love this song. So he released, uh, it was one of those albums because he's a smaller guy, you know, and he's like, well, we have to get this many orders to make this album. So I ordered it. It was $15. And this was like Dang. over a month ago. And it's one of those cool. Is it long or not really? It's, it has, you know, well, not super long, but I mean, it's not super short either. You know, it's about the same length of a uh, fake Lil Wayne uh, Carter <laughs> album, three album. Um, but anyway, it's one of those orange marble looking ones. And I just got notification last week that it shipped because they had enough. So it's supposed to arrive today. Well, that's awesome. And I'm going to listen to that because I love that song. Um, and that's it. I mean, I guess that's record talk. I love talking about records. Yeah, it fits in nicely with our Corona time, but maybe Corona time will eventually leave. But maybe it won't. Maybe this will. will be a segment of our show for like a full on year until we retire it because all of us will come out of our caves and let's hope so. Go out and greet one another and we'll have beards and right? new, new skills that we've developed. Look, I got a notification for a happy flower order because I'm on your computer. Gee whiz, man. We're really selling some hemp today, folks. Um, <coughs> that's We love you guys. Thanks for buying our hemp. If you were a listener and you buy our hemp, go check out happyflowercompany.com. And that is it for Corona Time. Goodbye. Goodbye, sir. guys it is time for listener letters please send in your letters to mom and dad are stoned at gmail.com you can share your cannabis story ask your stoner questions or request some good old-fashioned advice from a mom and dad stoner we will field your questions on cannabis growing cbd relationships parenting us you whatever we will look up the answers stoned and today we have a pretty long email because it's a stoner story with some questions at the end. All right. First, though, I do need to get a little bit. Are you going to so. are you going to like kind of selectively paraphrase the story? So. Yes, I already took out some parts, um, but I I'm going to read it almost in full. So here we go. Hi, guys. Hope you are doing awesome. I enjoy the podcast very much and listen often at work. You guys definitely get me through the day. I have a stoner story and much needed advice. I was raised in very hypocritical, legalistic, Christian, abusive, backwards home. It was awful. Lots and lots of rape, physical, mental abuse. My mom bailed when I was four. My stepmom held the belt for the majority of the abuse. Just a really bad situation. I luckily blocked most, uh, blocked out most of my childhood. So these are mostly new memories for me. Once my son was old enough for me to look at him and see for me, Sorry, old enough for me to look at him and see myself. The memory floodgate opened and I remembered a lot all at once, basically. And it was really hard and I got a little suicidy. I felt like my son deserved a better mom and my husband deserved a better wife. Things got really dark for quite a while. I was diagnosed with PTSD, OCD, night terrors. I spent a whole year in weekly therapy, which helped, but I couldn't find any hope or peace at all. I was prescribed Zoloft and Clonopin by my doctor to help cope with my trauma, but I wanted my husband's advice before picking them up. My husband is a regular user of cannabis and has been for 10 years. He's always tried to get me to try it. I've always been afraid of it. And I'm not even sure why, because I've known that it's totally safe for a long time. So my husband asked if I'd try his medicine before trying Big Pharma's. He recommended using cannabis in daily meditation. I fought it for a while and decided it couldn't hurt. So I smoked for the first time, then a second, third, you get it. To make a long story a little shorter, some time passed and I settled on edibles. I use them daily or every other day or when I feel like it. Uh, and my life has completely changed. I have stopped having suicidal thoughts. I stopped experiencing depression and anxiety. My OCD and PTSD stopped hanging around. I stopped having night terrors, stopped having migraines. I found God. I started actually loving people. I forgave my stepmom. I forgave my biological mom. I forgave my rapist. I let it all go and found myself and I'm pretty great. 
Cannabis has changed my life. I am forever in debt to this beautiful, magical plant and the people like you two who are just trying to break the stigma and normalize it. You are amazing and I love you guys. That's my story. I hope I didn't bore you or overtell or make you sad. On to the advice part. Mine and my husband's entire families are completely against cannabis. Remember those, this is your brain on drugs commercial with the girl sinking into the couch and the egg frying. That's what my family believes. They put it on the same level as meth. They are blind. So the advice I need, should I tell them that cannabis is what helped me so much or keep it a secret? And they are all very judgmental people and will never, ever agree with cannabis use, even though they all use antidepressants. I'm proud that I found something so healthy and uplifting, and I want people to know how much it can help. I've been asked by several of them what I'm taking that's helped so much, but I always lie. Help. What should I do? Thank you so much for everything you do. I love you guys. Wonderful. Wonderful. And I wanted to read the whole thing because I just really identify, I think a lot of people identify with recognizing and remembering childhood trauma uh, after having kids or just sometime in your adulthood. And it just hits you like a fucking truck that you never expected. And next thing you know, you're in therapy, you know, with some real serious problems at the same time that you're trying to be the best possible person you can be because you're a parent. Like it's the worst. So wanted to read all of that because I really think a lot of people can identify uh, with that. When, as far as your question, I feel like uh, they are all very judgmental people and will never ever agree with cannabis use is your answer. <laughs> I'm very much the type of person that is not going to invite any sort of confrontation drama into my life. It's one of my boundaries and I've learned it from like living or like experiencing a lot of different levels of toxic people and interactions. And so I am not going to ever open the door for people to know things about me, use private things about me against me, any of that stuff. I don't want to start arguments. Like all I ever want to do, even with like the stoner mom is like educate only by being myself right? I'm never trying to say, please do this or do that. Cause this is the way to be. It's just me. Right. And, uh, I don't want anybody getting in my space. I just feel like it's so bad for like your mental health when you're like already working through stuff, you know, you don't need to be defending a plant that has been illegal, you know, in our country, there's major issues, you know, with cannabis on all sorts of different levels that you have to argue. And if you're doing that with uneducated people, it's a fucking nightmare. It's not fun at all. You want to spend a single moment of your life trying to like argue with people that will never, ever agree with cannabis use. Those are your words. Don't do it. It's a waste of your time. I think I'm like, I'm here the moment you come to me and you want to know more, I will give you all the information that you want and you seek, but I'm not going to put it on people that I am intelligent enough to recognize they will only harass me, judge me, you know, question my parenting. You're, you could open the door to all sorts of negative things. If, you know, people that are very passionately against it, um, suddenly know that you do it and your husband do it. You know, there's the idea that like, I'm going to convert everybody because they know I'm such a good parent. And like, I'm, um, in this wonderful healing place or whatever, but that's like, to me, that's like the, that's just too optimistic. The more realistic way to th see it is how people actually are. And people are shitty, you know, judgmental people are shitty and you can't <clears throat> put yourself in danger, especially when you have a child you don't want to put yourself and your lifestyle in uh, the eye of people that are going to judge you like that, in my opinion, as a public person in, you know, the cannabis world as a parent. That's how I feel like if I know people that like have negative feelings, I'm like, I'm not going to hang around. You know, <laughs> those aren't I need I want to be around people that are open and, you know, non-judgmental about like, it, it just never would occur to me to like judge somebody's form of medicine that's been like prescribed to them by doctors. Like, but people do it all the time, you they know? Do. So that's my advice. What is your advice? Do you have advice? Oh, my no. advice was negative, negative advice, but um, I feel like it's realistic. Yeah. 
People are dangerous know. and crazy. They are. And I mean, if it's, it, is it this person's family or her stepdad? It's family? both families. Both it's families? his family okay. and her family. And it's like, hmm. well, one day someone's going to be like, here's the truth. One day someone's going to be like, I was at the gas station the other day and I picked up some CBD, whatever the fuck, beef jerky. And you're going to be like, oh my God, I like, you're going to want to be like, that's not the best form of CBD. And maybe you should just try this or whatever. And it's like, you're looking for those types of situations where the person is coming to you. They're, it, oh, they're coming to the door. You're not coming to their door. Right. You know, it's very interesting. And I've had encountered this when there's people who are against all this. And then I suddenly CBD is like, this person has intense um, pain and arthritic arthritic pain Mm -hmm. um don't you know some you guys work with cbd people do you have any recommendations and it's like yeah actually here's some tinctures and stuff for free and um it's by the way it's made from weed you're using weed basically i mean you're using hemp but um it's cannabis it's the same thing so it's just interesting how people like flip flop like that, I think. Yes. And that's just happens <clears throat> naturally. But I think forcing it. Th- she did say, though, that like they've been she's been asked several times what I'm taking that's helping so much. And I always lie. And that kind of sucks because they are asking you. But like if you know that that person is not someone you should be honest with about it, don't do it. You know? Yeah. Maybe uh, pick and choose amongst the family. Maybe like, there's a cool cousin. Yeah. Um, there's always a cool cousin or maybe there's like, you know, a great grandma that like is always in pain. I don't know what all that noise is. Uh, That's our other record being delivered. Oh my gosh. Okay. (laughs) I hope that helped. Your email is beautiful. Thank you so much for sending it in. It um, means the world to us to have people share their cannabis stories. It truly does. Everybody's is different. And I mean, we all have... (laughs) We all have, you know, our reasons for why we use it, you know, and a lot of times it's not pretty. It's not recreational. You know what I'm saying? Is that our thing being delivered right now? Is that a man coughing on our porch? No, I don't know what that was. Did you hear that? Oh, I think it was the truck driving away. I don't know. Okay. Um, Again, send in your letters to momanddadarestoned at gmail.com. Love you guys so much. Thank you so much for the letter. Write back anytime. Let us know how it goes. If you do decide to talk to anybody. Um. Good maybe luck maybe the, good luck and then maybe you'll have a, a smoking buddy during family you might you events, never know. a vaping buddy an edibles buddy um and i really congratulate you on doing your your research and figuring out the right medication for yeah. you you know absolutely it takes That's a long awesome. time it's not easy to do you feel weird and bizarre the whole time you're doing it <laughs> like you're doing something evil and bad goodbye good luck <laughs>
Chefs and watching Chef's Table. Chef's Table on Netflix. Which is our newest thing that we're watching. <laughs> we watched so many episodes. We ate Mexican food, too. It was so good. Um, is yeah. this going to be a disaster of a stone conversation? I don't think so. You know, let's just first of all, what do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about the show itself or or what or how you I, let's just start this way. I, I wanted to take what we had and and consume it in a in a tea, right? Yes. Um, but I will say this: it was not a mega amount, and the only effects that I felt were the physical yes. effects. Like I just felt <laughs> none of the visuals. Yeah, none of that. <clears throat> um, I also experienced that. Um, all right. So yes, as um as always, I feel like whenever. I do mushrooms. I just don't sleep, which is very rare for me because I'm usually a very good sleeper. And so we just, I mean, we haven't done this in many days where we stayed up, not in bed past the, one. The key is to not be in bed. You got to stay on the couch and it, the couch can't recline mm-hmm. or anything like that. You have to stay upright. Yes. <laughs> right? Yes. To truly, yes. These are old people tips for staying awake yes. and partying. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, we used to stay up pretty late a lot. But, and um, party. And party. But lately it's just been like lights out. Lately for the last several years, yeah. <laughs> it's been like good night. It has been. Um, but there are phases we go through when every once in a while it's like, let's stay up. There was that one time a few years ago when Godless came out, remember? Yeah. And we stayed up all night Watching and all watched the entire I do Godless. remember that. I remember that. It was so good. We should watch that again. That's a good one. Don't you think? <laughs> well, don't forget I said it. I won't. Okay, so <laughs> we anyway. think of things to watch and then we forget. And we're like, God, what? So we started watching... For whatever reason, I, I we wanted to watch some kind of a food show. Yeah, David's really been wanting to watch a food show, and I knew there was one that was supposed to be super classy, and I could not remember what it was, and I thought it was Master Chef, and it's not that, and it's Chef's Table, which is like the first original Netflix documentary, which and has how many seasons? It has a few seasons, like six, six seasons or, or so, and it's beautiful. And I think the most recent one was not too long ago. Not that long ago. Huh. So I don't know if it's a thing that's like still like in the works and, mm. you know, that we would have to look forward to in the future. But it is such a beautiful show, especially like the first, I guess, two seasons are really beautiful. It's yeah. um, like one chef per episode and they're like 50 minutes long. Mm-hmm. And um, it's always some um, extremely interesting chef from like a different, very highly rated restaurant in the world and it's all their their philosophy and like how they grew up and like why they are the way they are and whatever their artistic struggle or search is for their entire life it's just like art it's just like music it's like people have these things that they want to express for their whole lives that are just in them you know and uh oh it's just so beautiful it's just so beautiful it's a beautiful program it's not just the food it's the storytelling it's the way it's shot and and stuff it's really lovely um and i felt like in season one the they had like a format and it was like you would learn about this person but they would let you know like this person's restaurant is the 30th best restaurant on the planet or something like that (laughs) right but then i feel like they've kind of strayed from that in the later seasons um so yeah best should we even say spoilers? Of course. Yeah, Should man. We? Everybody's probably to watch this. We're the ones behind always. Yeah. So, oh God, there's this great episode about Alinea. Yeah. Grant. Something. With an A. I so don't know. this chef, um, this restaurant is like considered one of the best restaurants in the world. And it's in Chicago. And um, sometimes I've seen the dessert art before. But I didn't know what restaurant it was. So it's like one of those places where they paint like the dessert at the end and then they throw some fucking chocolate shit all over it. And it's yeah. very and much like, yeah. ooh, la, la, or whatever. Um, so it's that restaurant. It's that man who like pioneer- pioneered all of that stuff. Um, and he's like a genius or whatever. And cre- like he has a pe- remember we're cracking up about the pillow filled with yeah. nutmeg air and that would like, kill you if you had like nut allergy <laughs> no, anyway it nutmeg isn't a nut is it yes it's just 
Okay, whatever. Are you sure? It has the word nut in it. <laughs> it would be. I know, but peanuts are a legume. Yeah. I don't know. Pine nut. I <laughs> I'm just saying it's a nut. Okay, let's just move on. So anyway, all of these dessert or foods, I'm sorry, that are like um People have peanut allergies. Oh thank God. Okay. <laughs> um uh I d I can't even describe There's smells, them. there's nitrogen, it, there's, there's fucking floaty, <laughs> invisible pasta. Oh, okay, the balloons. They yeah. make these balloons that float. They wanted to make food that floats, so it's like a dessert, I think, some sort of floating I think it's balloon. A, yeah, it's sugar. Yeah, and, and you just eat. They bring it out to you, like mm. they're giving you a balloon, and you eat it. Um, so that guy, super, super highly regarded, right? And then he gets stage four cancer. He finds out he's in stage four cancer mm -hmm. of his tongue and like throat, yeah. and he has to do this aggressive therapy. And loses all of his taste buds. All of them, gone. So he can now no longer... Oh, my God. Do you hear this motorcycle? <laughs> it's... Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so it's like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? And then he's just like... Now he's like ascended into yeah. an enlightened chef who can now like... They were talking about how like... Um, previously like he would make all of the dishes like for the first two weeks like he wouldn't like pass them on or whatever and like it, it like forced him to like understand that the real work is in his brain and not in his tongue that's like right. that's where the knowledge really is or whatever it's such a beautiful beautiful episode watch that episode there's so many great ones and then there's some that you're like i hate this person yeah and, and you can't finish you. <laughs> and then you start watching and then you stop but there most of them are great and very inspiring. There, yeah. So we, I mean, I'm on, we're on mushrooms. Yeah. Crying. Crying. Because we're laughing I mean, hysterically. I, I have to say the one thing about this show that I feel like they don't do right. And I'm going to tread lightly here and say this in a nice way. Is they don't, I feel like they don't do a good job portraying the main character sometime. And they give you beliefs that... There's something going on with this character, the main chef. Like, I don't know. But then I feel like they don't accur accurately portray them sometimes. Like, I feel like they, they make them look foolish sometimes by the way they film them. And then they also don't give you the complete story sometimes. So you don't know, like, okay, so are you cooking today? Did you, when you, when was, you don't know what time you're in sometimes, I feel like. And I feel like that kind of messed with me. Uh, on the show a little bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm your chairman of the Honey, what was that that's thing you said me. last night that made me laugh forever? You're like... That's oh, fine. That's fine. <laughs> so, remember... See, like, you're, you made a comment when you're like, that's fine. Because they said something about some person, and it was just like... Okay, anyway. Weird, the way they say it. So, anyway, we're watching it. Mm, I gotta say... Yes. My margarita is delicious. Is it? Was it? It was very good. Pretty gone. You like those, huh? <laughs> Let me ask you something about those. Do you feel like a little tipsy when you drink them? No. You don't? Not this one. Well, I usually do. You're okay. So those have tequila in them. Okay. But I'm not, I don't have any extra tequila, so I haven't been adding extra tequila in these. Oh, gross. What kind of tequila am I drinking? Like Jose Cuervo. The Cuervo I see. That's the standard for drinking bar margaritas. Okay. Yeah. Bargaritas. <laughs> okay. That's what I like to say. <clears throat> well. Okay. So anyway, back to the show. We were. Was my last one? Did it have real tequila in it? No, you haven't had any real tequila for several days. Wow. <laughs> You've just been giving me. No, that bottles has... bottled margarita. Yeah, bar bottled margarita mix with tequila in it. It has tequila in it. Huh. I would just add silver patron into it, like as a little. <laughs> this will really mess her up. <laughs> but we're since <laughs> we're out of that now, so. Well, I guess it kind of works. Okay, I just want to know because I, you know, I'm trying to decipher the math on the bottle, and I can't really figure out how much tequila is in it. So. Oh my god, it's hard to know when you're also. Hi, right. time. So, well, anyway, um, mushrooms, crying, laughing. I really recommend it 
for your time with your partner. Yes. But if you're going to do it, small amounts, smaller amounts. Yeah. I mean, you literally feel like you're falling off a cliff. That's how I feel. I don't ever feel that way. But you say it about a hundred times every single time. Well, that's my gauge. But I know it is your gauge. (laughs) Like every 20 minutes, I still feel like I'm on the edge of a cliff, just so you know. I know. And it I'm starting you. to feel like I'm not on a cliff anymore. And then you get another wave of... Whoosh. Oh, my God. It doesn't... That's yeah. the thing about... Oh, my goodness. It's you waves. think you're out of it, and then it just brings you back in. Yeah. It's like the Godfather Part 3. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you want to laugh so much with your partner and love them a lot... And cry so hard. And then also cry the entire time and have... Your eyelids just constantly leak for no reason. Because you're on, you're poisoning yourself. Explore the world of broader plant medicine. <laughs> it, yeah. But it was fun to watch. I got to say it was fun. Well, it's always like, what do we watch when you're like really high or like, you know, that's something that's fun. Like, How many of those we, episodes did we watch yesterday? Honey, we watched the Will Goldfarb. <laughs> which we hated that dude Ugh. we watch this is just last night we've been watching it a lot yeah we watch jean swan or Quan, the monk yeah part of almost the, all of it. the woman monk and jordy jordy roca mm-hmm. which is the best i thought i wasn't gonna like it and it's kind of one of my favorite episodes he has a some sort of neurological disorder that makes him whisper when he speaks um and he also has a really big nose which he talks about Mm -hmm. on the show and his senses like because he's has to whisper like his senses are like different and his restaurant it's not his restaurant it's the family restaurant that restaurant has won like best rest restaurant on the planet like every single year, either second or first since like 2009 or something. Incredible. Incredible accolades. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And he's the pastry chef for that restaurant. And his, oh my God, his shit is so cool. Yeah. And there's like four episodes of just pure pastry. Mm-hmm. And you think this, I don't care, but... I thought it was amazing. It was pretty good. I even thought the lady who makes the bread, I thought her story. Yeah. No, no. Oh, the bread, Nancy Silverton. Yeah. That wasn't one of the pastry episodes, though. It wasn't? No, she has has four restaurants. Oh, okay. Italian restaurants. Well, she's amazing, too, I think. Right. But the the milk bar lady, I thought was interesting. Yeah. You know, she doesn't have no Michelin star or anything, but she's got like a very pop. I don't I, mean, I didn't really understand. Is it like a chain or is it like um, does she sell her goods to other places or I didn't understand if she has her own milk bar. <sighs> Max is drinking water. So anyway, we watched so many episodes last night and I kind of am addicted and I want to watch all of them. I know there's more. I'm sorry. I like it. I'm ready to watch more. There's nothing better than finding a show to lock binge. It's true. Do you like, do you want to watch the gelato guy or no? Yeah, we missed him. We skipped that. I'm sure it was interesting. I mean, I'm sure it is all the, and then you know what else might be interesting? Remember the butcher guy? No. The guy who grew up in a butcher family. And then we started watching it. We only watched it for a little bit. And the guy like is a butcher and he straight up is a butcher and he has a restaurant. Mm -hmm. Well, anyway, there's that one. He's an older guy. No. Don't remember. Mm-mm. Anyway, the, mm. we might have to go back and watch more. Mm. But the one, the Berlin guy, I cannot get into. Me neither. God, I, when the show starts off, he's like, I'm arrogant and I'm proud of my arrogance. Egocentric. Yeah, egocentric. Um, it's like, okay, I don't want to watch this. Yeah, and then I, the dishes, I was like, meh. Looks boring. He really just goes around and yells at people. And he's so mean. And everybody else is like, I had cancer. I'm a mom. I fucking busted my ass for fucking this many years. I traveled the goddamn world. I've gone to every place in the Amazon and fucking sourced ingredients and ants and shit and put it on my Michelin star. And then this guy's like calling everybody dicks and stuff. And and, you're a dick. It's just like, you're doing it wrong. I don't vibe. That was you. Anyway, that's our experience with Chef Table. Go watch it. So many different parts of the world that you get to see. Yeah. Um, which is fascinating. It's fascinating, fascinating. Good to watch when you're stoned. Yeah. And then you can look up and see how much it costs to eat there. On I've your been, phone. I, I've been doing that. I know you have. 
Um, it's never, it hasn't been that outrageous. Like mm. even Alinea turned out to be like less than, I think it ended up being like 400 a person, you know, which is a lot of course, but, but that's like with wine and whatever. Goodbye. All right. I think that's it for oh, We watched the ramen guy too. We watched so many. We watched like six of them. Does that sound right? Honey, we were up all night crying (laughs) (laughs) and watching the show and laughing and losing it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We sure were. All right. Well, I guess, is that it? Is there anything else you want to say about that? Okay. What should we talk about next podcast? Um, I don't know. How about... We need some some conversation starters. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for Stone Conversations. All right. Goodbye. What's going on in Dave's Cove? Hi. Hi. How you doing, Dave? Good. How are you? Okay. I love you a lot. A little tipsy. Yeah, you look like you're a little tipsy over there. Um, well, I'm hungry. I am too. It's too Talking cool. about that show really, uh, really makes you think aroused about aroused my hunger. Yeah, we can go to the store sometime. I do not want to go to the store today. I don't want to leave my house today. I was thinking about getting some Brussels sprouts and air frying them. Oh, that's a great idea. But those would be good. Um, I'm just gonna get some meat, probably get some steaks. Why not? Do I have to go with you? No, you don't have to, baby. We're supposed to go one person per family. Yeah, I know. Okay, anyway, um, so here's what's going on in my grow. First of all, I have to record my grow today. I have to. What do you mean? Make a video? Yeah, I have to because it's the end of my um, legal harp, uh, grow. I can't believe that. Well, sort of the end. I mean, like, let's talk about it. So I have one tent going right now. and um, I have my outdoor grow going, which is a garden, which is vegetables and fucking vegetables for the family. Yes. Uh, in a greenhouse and in the outdoor. I have my outdoor stuff. Yes. And my greenhouse is looking good. And there's basil. The first thing that's going to be ready are radishes. Um, and then I have tomato plants outside. And then, honey, guess what? My pumpkin patch is starting to vine out out of the grounds, which means we're going to have a pumpkin patch next October for Halloween. Um, and then on the indoor side of things, I have I've been trying to sprout seeds for uh, two weeks now. And I have just been so unsuccessful why well i've just wasted seeds and i'm kind of glad i did because the seeds i was trying to pop i realized they were indica i'm like we need no more indica in this house we're done okay i don't even want it um so i think it's because the light i have in there is just too strong it's the phytomax to 1000 watt light it's the most powerful grow light there is and you know, I've tried angling it at the wall, like on the side of the grow tent, so they don't get the direct power of it yet. But they can't. You know, it's just like it dries out. It dries them out in the humidity dome and everything. They just won't work. So I installed my good old trusty low watt light. Like it's like a hundred watt light maybe. And then I just put it in the tent and I said I sprouted some new seeds today. Put them in the cloning tray and I'm like, just go, you know, let's see if they'll sprout. I bet they will. So anyway, that's going to happen. But then the main event is the thing I need to film today, the legal growth. So I got six strains in there and they're mostly all sativas. Yay. But I will say that they have been, and I voiced this in the beginning of the grow. they're so stretchy. They're very tall. I've cut them back again and again and again. And um, I put up my scrog netting and those little girls have grown like two feet above the scrog net now i mean they're not at the top of the tent or anything crazy but they're very healthy so i've had i was like well what do i do now you know i mean like i can't i would like to put up a second scrog net but i just i'm not equipped to do that so i found out on amazon they have these trellis nettings that are bungee cord kind of and you just hook them to the corners of your tent and bam so i'm gonna order those and i'm gonna use that next time as a scrog like as a second scrog. So like, you, or you can do oh. get two and like, you know, cause you know, it helps hold the plant up. So these plants are so heavy. They're like flopping over. So wow. I've staked them all as much as I can. Like I put a bamboo stake into the pot and then I use this like, you know, very gentle tie thing to tie it to the thing. But I'm, I, I mean, you can only do so many of those. And then one plant in the corner of the tent is like the coal is huge, but it's very 
non-dense. Mm-hmm. And it's still a lot of pistols, which means it's not close to being done. Mm-hmm. So the other five are. So some of them are like glowing in the dark, you know, like they're radioactive and some of them are squishy, which means they're lifey. So when I harvest, which I've been debating on whether I should do that today or not, but I don't think I will. I got to like take down the plants one at a time and at different intervals because they're all on different growth schedules. I think their trips aren't synced up, honey. They, they, they took their drugs at different times and their trip, they're, they're not tripping at the same I know intervals. So anyway, that's what's going on. Um, that we are pretty much done. I mean, like there's, I could take some down today, and they're very dense and beautiful and lovely. So, but um, very tall, very stretchy. Not like the last round, which it was like cool as like look the size of my arm. Right. These are like g- big, giant, dense buds, but they're not. They're spaced out. You know. Well, that's okay. No, all weed they're is good weed. Beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> they're all beautiful in their own in way. In their different ways. It's just a, a learning how to grow it's like weed differently. All That's of that, all. the beautiful indica from the last stuff that it just looks like stuff you see in high times, you mm-hmm. know, it makes me want to sleep all day and not do shit. Yeah. And I can't, you know, so as beautiful as it is, like... You need the medicine that is right for you. Right. So that's the wonderful thing about the home grow is you can choose, you know, and only grow the stuff that you know works for you. But so. I will say this. The thing I'm really discovering when you get clones from dispensaries, mm-hmm. you're getting a plant that was grown under the way a light that they grew it. Right. Under. So when I bring that thing into my lighting world and it's completely different, the plants react differently. They get very tall very tall and like when you bring a plant up under like an led light instead of a metal halide light they're they're denser they're things called their inner nodal spacing mm-hmm. is tighter so the colas are look like one giant thing as opposed to like a bud two inches a bud do you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so the plant gets really really tall and they can't fill in the gaps because they're not used to that but they try really hard so you get a that's why they flop over. So anyway, it's just, it's a learning process and it's interesting. But anyway, that's what's going on in my grow, girl. That's it. it. That's it. So much weed. We are defoliating the happy flower grow on Thursday. Mm, so that'll be an right. all day event. With social distancing in place. Yeah. Social distancing in place. Have a nice time. I will be wearing a mask and gloves all day. Um, all right. Well, that's it for what's going on in your case. Thank you so much, Dave. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for sharing Thank what's you. going on in your oh, grow. We yeah. love to hear it. Love it. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Okay, well, it's the end of the show. We have made it to the end of the show. It's the end of the show. Don't you know? Don't you know? Big thanks to all of you who make it this far. This is where we ask you guys to help support the show in one of several ways. First off, tell your friends and family about us. Recommend the show when you can. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. You can also, if you really want to make us happy and please us, leave us a rating and a review in iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. We absolutely love our reviews and we love to read them on the show when we get them. So if you'd like to hear your review, shout it out, leave us one. Guess what? We don't have any. So we got zero other ways to support us are to check out the stonermom.com. That site has been up for the last six years almost now. Dang. And it is our online home where you can learn more about us and cannabis with articles, photos, and lots and lots of videos. We also encourage you to check out Happy Flower Company. That is our family-owned online hemp store. You can legally purchase our CBD and terpene-rich smokable hemp buds hand grown picked by us it is our pride and joy and we are so happy when listeners of the show become customers please use the code madaz15 for 15 percent off your purchase that's m-a-d-a-s-1-5 and that is it that's our that's episode it, yo. so it's so early it's not even three yet what are we gonna do we've well, been recording for an exact hour that's nice yeah. i think what we're gonna do is we're going to go upstairs we're gonna figure out what we're gonna have for dinner i'm gonna run across the street to the grocery store i'll probably make you a snack before i go to the grocery store because you're dying maybe it'll be a grilled cheese sandwich i want yeah. you to know. know do you want a grilled cheese sandwich um maybe 
you want me to cut up some potatoes really quick so you can have fried potatoes? No, that seems like too much. It is, because that's what I'm going to do for you for dinner. Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it is nice. All right, well, that's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. I'm going to close my Mother's Day giveaway at 420 today. Oh, dang. We have to pick the Who's the winner? Them. I don't know. And then we got to get those shipped out. Got to get them out. Um, so that is it, you guys. Mom and Dad are stoned is made by us, David and Catherine. Learn more about us at thestonermom.com. Follow the podcast on Twitter at mom, the letter N, dad, the letter R, stoned. Follow David on Instagram at what's going on in Dave's Grow. That's right. Follow me on, no question. on Instagram and Twitter at mm-hmm. thestonermom. And follow Happy Flower Company on Twitter and Instagram at happy flower hemp and we will be back again very soon until then please remember to be safe and responsible with your cannabis use always be kind and smoke weed every day every day bye bye